Hi, this is Danielle Prada, the host of Sip in Soma, a podcast where I chat with inspirational people from South Orange and Maplewood, New Jersey, who are connecting, collaborating, and contributing to our communities. Check out the podcast on the web at sipinsoma.com, on Instagram, and on Facebook. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Danielle Parada, your host, and I'm so excited to bring you today an interview with Mary the Sea from the Maple Woodstock Collection. I interviewed a couple of the band members, and I'm so excited for you to hear this interview. It's just, it's really full of some great information about the band, about their music, and it's only part one. And I'm going to say that because I really want to interview more of the members. I really only got to hear from Kat and Rebecca this time, but the whole band is an incredible group of people and I am planning on hitting them up for another interview coming this fall, so stay tuned for that. I want to say right away that I am apologizing because this interview and this podcast is coming to you a daily and the reason for that is me. Uh, Sip and Soma is this beautiful project of mine. I really enjoy it. I'm getting so much out of it. But it is a side project. I have two businesses, a tutoring business and a production business. And I also have a familial life. So those take up a lot of my time. And in order to do Sip and Soma, I've given up Netflix and um, video gaming. So you might not have known that about me, but... I don't get to really do those things, and, and that's fine. I am super fulfilled by Sip and Soma. However, this week, I um, was struggling, and if you know me, many of you do, and I'm pretty open about this, I struggle with depression and anxiety, and I saw myself going down a really dark path this week, and because of the work that I do on myself and the people that I surround myself with, I reached out for help, and that includes therapy. It includes calling a friend to cry on their shoulder. It includes taking a day to cry and sleep, and sleeping extra hours at night. And it included putting Sip and Soma to the side uh, a little bit, which means that I'm a little late. But one of the things that I do when um, I see myself going down this path is that I'm lucky that I meditate. I'm not a, I'm not quote unquote good at meditating. I don't, <laughs> I have trouble focusing on the breath, but my new term, my new mantra is practice makes present. So I can't practice being present if I don't actually practice it. So meditating 10 to 20 minutes a day does help me practice going back to the breath. And because of that, I caught myself having these self-doubting, mean thoughts about myself and instead of just letting them sort of wash over me and just stay in my subconscious, I was able to catch them and able to say, wait a second, don't just think that, let's, let's reframe that, you're not a bad mom, you're not a bad person, you're not a bad friend and let's reframe that and make sure that you're not just poisoning yourself with those thoughts. So I took some time this week to take care of myself. 
and then made sure that I could carve out some time to hang out with y'all and, and do Sip and Soma, which is making me really happy. So I just wanted to say that I want you to know, I don't know what you're going through. I'm sure we all have moments of self-doubt. We all have moments of self-deprecation. And, and I know this is something that people are talking about all over the place and luckily on the podcast I listen to people talk about it there too which I feel makes me feel less alone it makes me feel more validated that it's okay to feel this way it's natural it happens um and help myself get back up again and sort of do the work that I want to do that makes me really happy and believe in myself when I'm struggling to do that so I just want to thank you again for listening and there were several people this week that when I walked into a room told me how much Sip and Soma means to them and how much they are enjoying the episodes and that also helped make it easier for me to collect myself and give myself the self-care that I needed and the love that I needed so that I could have the energy to come and do this. So thank you all very much. Um, special shout out to Alan Friedman who is amazing and engineered, audio engineered this incredible uh, interview that you're about to hear. So I hope that you enjoy it and thank you again for listening. Here they are, Mary the C. Hi everyone, this is Danielle Parada, your host of Sippin' Soma, the podcast that connects you with awesome people in Maplewood and South Orange that are doing inspirational work, connecting, collaborating, and contributing to our communities. Today I have some clips from an interview that I did backstage at Maplewood Stock with Mary the Sea. And I'm calling this interview part one because I only was able to interview three of the band members when there is a beautiful group of people that I really cannot wait to sit down with and interview all together. So today I am going to tell you some of the questions I asked and you'll hear some of the clips of the answers that they shared with me. So first off, I asked them to introduce themselves, and our first question came from Ryan Bindari, who joined me in the interview in an impromptu sort of way, which is super fun. And he asked what um, the meaning of the band name is. And we actually get to it later in the interview, but at least they started by telling us what the name was not. So let's hear what they had to say about that. I'm Rebecca. Uh, I'm one of the lead vocalists and guitarists. Standing next to me is Kat. Hey, I'm Kat. I'm also one of the lead vocalists and guitarists <laughs> and songwriters. Yeah, and songwriters. The name came from a Red Hot Chili Peppers lyric. Uh, when we were coming up with a band name, we just, you know, we had a list and there's some contention, like, you know, I didn't like Kat's ideas and she didn't like my ideas. <laughs> and then finally we came up, wait, the, one that you wanted was what was it? Uncanny Valley. Is it called Uncanny Valley? Yes, wow. and I did. I saved That's that as a joke. I still love Valley that name. Is the feeling that you get when you're looking at like an android yes. and you realize subconsciously that it's not like yes. human. Uh, John, low post in the band. I play bass. Awesome, I John. It's the bassist. John. I like John. I play bass upright in the band. Um, so Steve Feldman, who's the drummer. Um, Isn't that Steve the fake thing that Kramer had on that bizarro <laughs> Probably. Seinfeld episode? Probably. 
Steve gave me Uncanny Valley the first time I saw <laughs> Steve and John have been playing together for a long time. Uh, okay. So it's like kind of a dream come true to be approached by a rhythm section who's, you know, a well-established rhythm section who fancies your music. They, so they approached us um, at the Fancy. first, um, yeah, at the first SOPAC performance of South Next. No, it, was, it wasn't at SOPAC. It was the South first Next. South Next a couple years ago. We played at, um, you know, that place yes, in South like, Orange. Yeah. So we played there, and then we were approached by them after the show, and they wanted to play with us. Ryan had another great question for the band. Some of their songs, one in particular called Hollow Tree, has this feeling that you've heard it before it's just got this very familiar sound and the lyrics are really beautiful uh ryan asked about some of the lyrics in the song and then rebecca and kat also shared more about the meaning of the name mary the sea you had a whole table of people talking about a really uh a real special song to them um, and there's a lot of special songs, but there was a quality about the uh, that song, and I forgot the name of it now. Hollow Tree. Yes. Hollow Tree. That Hollow made tree. myself and her sister and my wife and mom. It sounds like you're listening to a cover that you know so well. Oh, really? Yeah. And, 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 I, and I mean, like, there's a familiarity to like, the lyrics because they're they're actually a little old, like old school, you know. Oh. Like, where did you get? A, a, I used to be the jaguar on your hood. So you know, this lyrics song are actually, yeah. This song, wait, what song is that? It's called Hollow Tree. I wrote it like one of the few songs I've written in like five minutes, which never happens to me. It happens to Cat a lot. She like channels something. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I do. We all do sometimes. There's yeah. no rhyme or reason really. Yeah. To the song Creativity just gets channeled. Yeah. Right? That song is about, actually about spousal abuse. Leave it running. It's going to be raw. Someone close to me who is in an, a physically abusive and emotionally abusive relationship. Not about oh. Rebecca, though. Not about yeah. me. It was no. very close to me, though. And um, what... Not me, either. And and sort of what you tell yourself... <laughs> point that out. Not me, it's either. It's like the internal monologue of someone in an abusive relationship, basically, and sort of trying to figure out how to leave and, and wow. why you can't leave. So there's one line in it that I really do like, because I used to be a tree so tall and wide in my backyard, not a man could reach his arms halfway around. I used to be that tree so rotted and hollowed up inside, I hardly made a sound when I finally hit the ground. It's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. The person I wrote this about was the, the abusive man gave her a jaguar. Just the ornament? No, he gave her a car. Oh. Wow. And it was a jaguar. So the idea of like a, a husband or a boyfriend maybe giving his woman you know, a car, and just the feeling of like being needing a security blanket in a husband, and that's why the name, the name Mary the Sea is sort of meaningful about just, you know, living in, you know, in the suburbs, being married, having children, everything, you know, we right. love our husbands, but there that's is like kind of the concept of, you know, like, marry yourself marry yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Marry something bigger than just a husband. And it's also really timely because, like, the world is, like, you know, it's things are changing. Right, things are changing. It's like, you know, be, yeah. just love, just love, man. Yes. That's all that matters, love. When... They shared the meaning of the name Mary the Sea. You can't hear this because the audio is so terrible, but I started whooping and hollering because my life this year has taken a lot of transitional turns. And I just love the idea that marrying the sea could be the way that we enter a partnership or a marriage with someone else that we both decide 
to marry the sea and have this big purpose in life and then I think about it as standing back to back and facing the world and the challenges and doing our good work and then sort of turning into each other and giving each other the love and the cheerleading and the support that we need and it's certainly the kind of relationship that I'm striving for in my life not only in a partnership but even with my friends and with my family so that meaning that Kat and Rebecca shared has been something that if you know me at all you've probably heard me mention in the past couple of weeks as something I took away from our interview and have carried with me in my heart so thank you again so much Kat and Rebecca for sharing that and then I did ask them to tell us where else they were going to be playing this summer and they shared some exciting venues and also gave some shout outs to bands that they also appreciate so let's hear about that as a songwriter too because when I I don't know when I not maybe not 15 but like I started writing pretty much at 11 10 oh. around there you know and I don't know like looking back I was saying some pretty like interesting deep stuff even back then so I really believe that you know in youth, there is a lot of knowledge. Your sister had right. a lot of way about you always having a propensity to write, like even from yeah. you were super young. I mean, yeah, she yeah. says that the number of hits that have been lost that you created is uh, right. more than something else. I don't know what the other thing was. Completely. I think it's I, amazing. I couldn't have said it better myself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is just funny. Really I just, funny I just, so I, you can add a bit That's okay. I just love that you've been like I haven't been doing anything since eleven. Like, really? I mean, I guess this is like acting. I don't even think, wow, I'm having like a moment. Okay, never mind. I was going to say I didn't do anything from 11, but I didn't take myself seriously right. at 11. I certainly didn't for the whole time. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. You're hot. This is great to be interviewed by you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm really honored. Aw, thanks so much. I've been wanting to do it for a really long time. I know you guys probably have to wrap it up because don't you have another show today? Sure do. Tonight, um, this is not live as you said, but we're, we're performing at the Black Potato Festival, um, which is about an hour away from here. Clinton, Clinton, New Jersey. It's been going on for many, many decades. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then later in the summer, August 1st, we're going to be playing Floods Hill. Woo! What are they called? Call? Summer Nights. Summer Nights. Yeah, South Orange Summer Nights. Yeah. We're going to be closing the series, and the Stuff Brothers will also be playing that night. Wow, thanks. Stuff yeah. Brothers are amazing. Yeah. You will see our bass player actually singing incredibly well. Yeah, he's got a falsetto that you wouldn't dance. believe. You cannot not dance. Uh, and the Stuff, uh, yeah, the Stuff Brothers are the rockin'est, yeah. dancey, awesome. amazing, Blue funky band. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you. Any place else that I can plug? If not, we'll go right to social media. Where are you guys on social media? Uh, so um, you can find our music on SoundCloud under Mary the Sea. Uh, soon to be on Spotify. And uh, we have a website, marythesea.com. Awesome. Yeah, we have, you do AOL Music Channel? No, but maybe we should. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm moving to CompuServe, Prodigy anyway. <laughs> it's always Mary the Sea. Thank you so much for listening to the interview with Mary the Sea. And thank you, Mary the Sea, for sharing all of your insights about your music, your band, the name of your band. And I look forward to interviewing you guys again in part two down in the fall. So stay tuned for that, everyone. I want to highlight a couple of really great events this weekend. 
So if you don't know about this great challenge, it's called 10 Days of 10Ks. You can find them on Facebook. It is a challenge hosted by Abel Baker and the Will Run for Coffee running group. And it's a, starting at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. You can run with the group and donate to a great cause. So donations are going to Mend New Jersey, which stands for Meeting Essential Needs with Dignity. And if you remember a couple weeks back, I interviewed Robin Peacock, the executive director of Mend. And the purpose of this organization is to support the 17 food pantries in Essex County. And two of them are in Maplewood and South Orange and really help with food insecurity. They have this wonderful school bus that is now painted a bright, beautiful Kelly green. And it's outfitted so that they can collect and distribute healthy food and help people in our towns and beyond with challenges, um, with the challenge of hunger. And this is an unseen challenge that a lot of people are going through in our community and beyond. I think that it's a great cause and you can do a lot of things. You can donate to support a runner. You could run one day. You could run all 10 days. It's just an incredible way for you to support and help people in our community. So check it out on Facebook, 10 days of 10Ks. And you can go tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. if you'd like to run with the group starting at the Abel Baker. And the next event that I'd like to talk about is the Map So White Project Forum, which is gonna be held tomorrow, 1 p.m. at Maplewood Memorial Library. And the founders of the group, Avery Julian, Felicia George, Jordan Fields, and Shelly Struthers are asking our community to come out and join us for a discussion about the current state of education, race, and privilege in the Maplewood and South Orange community. I read that right off of Facebook, everybody. So you can check them out at Mapsa White Project on Facebook. I think that this conversation is something that we really all need to partake in to ensure that we have an equal education for all of the children in our two towns. And I think that we have the opportunity in our two towns to be modeling what could be amazing work that we do with our kids and amazing work that we do with our staff and with our families to show that we really believe in an education that is designed for all of our children to thrive in the future. So it's from 1 to 3 p.m. The Maps of White Project Forum is from 1 to 3 p.m. tomorrow at Maplewood Memorial Library. If you can't make it, I understand. I mean, it is August. I know that people are on vacation. Definitely join the Facebook group, Maps of White Project. Check out the face, the uh, whiteboards, check out the videos, and learn more about this conversation and see how you can be a part of it. And lastly, I have an event that I'm really excited to talk about. It's down the line, but mark your calendars for September 8th, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. for the Rent Party Family Picnic. That's September 8th, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. It's at Maple Crest Park next to the Hilton Library, uh, the Hilton branch of the Maplewood Library. And it's going to be an incredible event. Local bands come out, families come out, the music is fantastic, there's uh, lots of opportunities to sing and to dance and to play along, and also Rent Party is doing a great job of supporting food insecurity in our two towns. They have a wonderful project called Backpack Pals where people get together and pack up these backpacks 
and ensure that kids in our community that are facing food insecurity go home on Friday nights knowing that they have food in a backpack and that they will have something to eat over the weekend. I think that it's an amazing project and it's an amazing opportunity, again, for you to contribute to the health and well-being of the youth and the families in our town. So please mark your calendars for that great event coming up. Thank you all again for being subscribers, for being supporters, for reviewing, for engaging. I could not do this and I would not continue to do this if it wasn't for all of you. So I really appreciate it. Please check us out at sipinsoma.com. Look me up on Facebook and Instagram at sipinsoma. I'm working on the social media uh, and I'm trying to bring you more and more content and interviews that are interesting to you. So hit me up with a suggestion and let me know some things that you'd like to hear more about and some people you'd like to hear from as well. Thank you again and I love you all and I'm um,